The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. We have a great episode of Unfiltered uh, today with myself and Matt and Sensei Nardu from Budokan Martial Arts. Did I get that right? Yes, sir. He's sitting right here with his fist in my face. I better not fuck this up. And, of course, uh, Randy Brown, thank you so much for coming in, and I hope you have fun. Thank you, man. I will. Jaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. UFC cracked the whip. No other companies in that intro. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I'm here with Matt, and of course we have Randy Brown in studio. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for being here. And uh, hello, sir. How are you? Um, is that him, mic on? The, the, yeah. Is that? Yeah, he's just very quiet. The gentleman with Randy Brown is his jujitsu trainer, Slash sensei, slash coach, I don't know what you want to call it, but Nardu Debra, who is, uh, well, first of all, let me tell you something about Nardu Debra. Let me fuck it. Wait, <laughs> I got to get better at learning the hell. That was okay. Fuck it. I fucked up. Yeah, didn't. But anyway, listen, I know Nardu for fucking, I'm going to say close to 20 years. Yes, sir. What Nardu, let me let me explain the whole seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, however that, that thing is. Six degrees of. Uh, is that what it is? Six yes, degrees of Kevin, Kevin Bacon? Bacon yes. I added another degree? That's okay. It's because I'm hot. Yeah. Got the, I'm freaking, is it hot in here? No. Or am I just a fat guy? It's a little warm. If I'm warm, you're probably warm. It's a little right. warm. If, if you're warm, I'm fucking baking. Standing. So Nardu, let me, let me explain how I know Nardu. Nardu came in, I was teaching jujitsu before I got my first storefront. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, you're going to have to help me with the dates, Nardu, but it was, uh, I'm going to say the, like 1999, yeah, is that right? Yeah, Am I correct or what? 998, right? 98, yeah. So I had a, I was renting out a couple of places because I didn't have a storefront. I was still in Manhattan all the time uh, training with Henzo, but uh, my buddy, Rodrigo Gracie, uh, we had a, he was my roommate, and we had a place in the Five Towns. We had an apartment, so we had uh, two places. We had a place in Babylon, out uh, in Long Island, and also we rented out out of a Kempo school in Valley Stream, uh, a studio three days a week. There's a karate school. We'd have mats that we'd put down at like, whatever after they were done doing their karate, and we started getting some students over at that school. And at that school is when I met Nardu himself and uh, UF, former UFC fighter. And uh, tough finalist, uh, Philippe Nova. Those guys wandered into the academy. And then eventually, me and Rodrigo got separate academies. Well, can I ask a question? Go ahead. Were you training at that time or no? Yes, I was training you at are. that time. Yes. No, no, do yes, interject. Absolutely. absolutely, yes. We were training, and um, I was training with Sifu Ralph Mitchell. 
at that time, you know, learning JKD and all the different components of martial arts. And one of the components that was missing, you know, in my game was the ground. You know, I really wanted to learn the ground grappling, especially after I saw Hoist Gracie at the UFC. And we were looking for jiu-jitsu schools, you know. And my one of my seniors at that time, Lou Levine, was training with Henzel Gracie in the city. And uh, he and Professor Gene Dunn used to train together all the time. And they were like, you know, well, right, at, right in Valley Stream is Matt Sarah. You know, Matt Sarah and Hadriel Gracie, you got to go out there. So I took a drive out there. I went on the mat, Matt Sarah, I remember the exact technique he taught. It was a Kimura from Crossside, <laughs> and I never forget that. And uh, till this day, I, I still work it. It was from, from then till now, it's been an amazing journey. And Nardu fought before. He had a, what was your record, Nardu? Well, my record, uh, I think it was about, <laughs> I don't know exactly off the head, but I fought amateur, I, I fought amateur Sancho, then I fought uh, kickboxing, and then before that, I did. A continuous contact, then I did stick fighting, then I did weapon fighting, then I did you could MMA. Tell, wow. You could tell that, uh, yeah, I've cornered him before in many fights in, in mixed martial arts, and uh, he, he's very zen like. You, you get, I was, you I was get getting, the, um, not only was I getting that immediately, because those are always the worst guys to fight. It's these you quiet dudes are the fucking worst because you're horrifying. But it's that you are, and, and you are also the same way. It seems like you kind of, do you pick up kind of the energy of the person who is teaching you? Uh, most definitely, you know. Um, it's kind of just, just a vibe, just the energy that that he gives off. You know, I feel like when he walks in the room, you kind of just, yeah, know, yeah, you, you can't help but kind of just be mellow. You know, what he I mean? doesn't need so, to oversell his. Yeah, ability. it's just it is what it is. You yeah. Know? And know? how did you meet Nardu? Well, I met him through a good friend at Henzo, um, Jay Jay Mac. Okay. You know? He um he actually he's always telling me I was looking for a place to get a team going and get some guys who are just wanted to do MMA. How long ago was this? This was what? Maybe what? 2000 and 2010 maybe. Okay. You know? And this guy, he kept telling me, he's like, man, this guy, he, he has great jiu-jitsu, man. You got to go see this dude. You got to go see him. He has some of the slickest jiu-jitsu I've ever seen. And I was like, really? I was like, all right, yeah, yeah, I'm going to check him out. You know, and he was actually down the street from where I, where I lived. Yeah. You know? So I ended up meeting him one day. He was always telling me about him. You know, I was at a jiu-jitsu tournament working the, you know, you work the jiu-jitsu tournaments, like the scoring tables or whatever. Yeah. I was doing that, and he had a girl competing, and he introduced me to him. And then he was like, hey, come down to my school. So uh, it was like maybe a mile or so from my house. I ran there. And the rest oh, is wow. history. Oh, wow. It's close to your house. Yeah. Now, are you this kind of, are you a quiet guy by nature? Like, are you kind of an understated quiet guy by nature? Or that, did martial arts kind of take you from being a certain way and make you that way? <laughs> Um, I, I was a bit of a knucklehead, you know, but, you know, being around Sensei, he kind of, <laughs> he molded me and, you know, a couple beatings, you know, yeah. <laughs> took a few, a no, few humbling. How, humbling, how know, was moments, he when he but. came in, Nardu? Be honest, come well, on. Well, you know, everybody, when they come in, they, they think they're at one place and then, yes. they, then they get hit with that reality, yeah. you know, so it's like, um... The, the the thing that I saw with Randy is that he he had the heart, you know, he had the heart. Yeah. And and everybody I have a saying is that everybody wants to fight, but nobody wants to fight. Like nobody wants to really put in that work. Once they start putting that work, then they realize, oh, this is a lot difficult than I thought it was. You yeah. know. But he, he never quit, man. He, and and like you said, you know, he 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 ran to the dojo. He jogged to the dojo. To me, that was a statement. Like, wait a minute, yeah. how'd you get here? He's like, I jogged all the way to the dojo. Right, let's go. You know, and he wanted to fight at that time. Or most of my students at that time we were only were more like jujitsu based. Nobody really wanted to take that step into yeah. MMA yet. And you know, a lot of people come in and say they all want to fight. Yeah. But you know, he really took that step, and uh, it, it's 
It's been a, it's been a definitely a I call it I I try I compare it to the anatomy of molding a sword, where it's just a, a whole bunch of clay and steel at first, and and it gets molded and pounded and molded and pounded and molded and pounded and folded and pounded and I keep pounding and pounding and pounding, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then now and now and now you know he's uh, starting to sharpen and no. uh, he's cutting some he's definitely cutting some people. When you say people are usually not where they think they are, do you mean the guys usually come in and think they know more than they know? Or they are more skilled than they are in general. Well, a lot of times people walk into a jiu-jitsu school and they're like, "I want to do MMA. Or I want to fight," and they don't yeah. realize that the MMA has a lot of components. A lot of components. You got to know how to work in the clinch. You got to know how to work on the ground. You got to work on the feet. They don't realize it's it's so much involved, you know. So, um, but what I mean is that like most people come in and they they just see the they just see the UFC. They don't realize all that work that takes to get there. You know, Randy's been a three-time champion and as an amateur. You know, I he came up the right way. You know, I, I took him the right way, and his, I didn't jump. Him. Sure. You know he did. He did Muay Thai fights. Um, boxing. He, he boxing. He did. Uh, he's he was a he he's a three time champion as an amateur. Then he moved into the pro circuit, came in uh, right through the front door, and now in the UFC with five fights in. Now, Nardu, do you make him or did you ever make him wear a gi? I know he's right there. It's weird. I can't say his game. But uh, <laughs> he's like, you know, I can hear you. I'm just saying. Yeah. When you, it's like you talking know. about somebody's grandfather when they're too old to understand anymore. <laughs> when he shit his like, pants again. I'm right next to you. <laughs> now, Absolutely. I know when there's a fight coming up and everything, you don't yeah. have to. You know, two months yeah. before, whatever. Did Randy, did you ever wear a gi ever? Tell me. Absolutely. Let's break it out Absolutely. here on Unfiltered. Yes? Absolutely. Yeah, I wear a gi a lot, actually. Absolutely. And, and the thing I love about Randy is that... Um, <laughs> a lot in general is that a lot, a lot of people underrate his ground game, and uh, I think that's great. You know? Well, I've seen that at my school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just for the record, I'm not going over any take because I had Mickey in here last week, like you heard, and mm -hmm. you probably heard him. Like, hey, Matt, <laughs> well, I don't know if I should even like you anymore. <laughs> Randy, now look, Randy's at my school because of it's like you know me and you go back 20 years hey man could he and there's a certain there's certain nights where you know like a tuesday night that that's you know that's a wrecking crew down there so it's just great 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 training so when nardu uh said hey man i don't know how he that's how he ended up that's how he ended up down there right randy yeah that i i yes. told you you yes. know no problem um but I'm not going over any, you're as instructor, I'm not going over any tape with you, Randy, saying, listen, this is how you're going to get that little fucker Mickey Gall, right? I mean, I'm pretty much Switzerland in this thing. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Last week you were saying that. Why? <laughs> Randy, Randy, wait, hold on. Randy. Yeah, Randy. Kick you right out of here. No, All yeah, right, enough of the point. Yeah, you and Mickey seem very opposite the way you promote fights. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not one for all the talking, talking all crazy and all that, like, I mean, I'm going to talk, I'm going to tell you how I feel, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But I'm not going to be that guy, you know, rah, rah, I'm going to do this, and I did this. And, now, you know. but you wanted this fight, correct? Mickey yeah, was I made this fight happen, so yeah. yeah, he could act like, oh, I bodied him up in training, Candy Brown, all that talk. He's a weirdo, man. I'm Like, listen, I asked for this, I want yeah. this, I know why I want this. What the you fuck's a saying? Candy Brown? I don't know. Just making fun of his name. <laughs> Randy oh, Brown Candy, yeah. I, guess, I guess it rhymes. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. <laughs> What's up? Am I fucking got something mentally wrong with me? The fuck? How did I not pick that up? Well, Jimmy, hey, Jimmy, you know. Sometimes I look at Jimmy and I don't know. I think Jimmy's just like, what the fuck? No, it's okay. Guy? Jimmy, do I know you? Not at all. Am I just the fuck? Because you work with professionals all the time. You are a professional. It got me. <laughs> I couldn't put I couldn't put together Randy Brown, Candy Brown. What? I think he's making fun of his brown belt. What belt are you? Brown. Well, there you go. It could have been that. I, that's my first thought as well. Randy Brown, Candy Brown. Hey, Christopher Dews, do we have any paper towels in here? No, I do sweating. Yeah. I <laughs> How about more? I do looks the same he did from 20 years ago, and I look like I fucking ate myself. <laughs> it, it is warm in here, though. I, I'll say, Matt, is it maybe fucking we can, 
warm in here. And then we can turn the air on because we have five oh, men. Man. But all you guys, listen, it was just freezing. Man. All you guys together, your body fat doesn't equal up to mine. I want to ask you. are all in shape. Now you, you were, uh, you know, you, you, your mom moved to Jamaica when you were a kid, right? Where were you from originally? Me, I was born in Springfield, Massachusetts. I was, I was there for about, was there for about a few, like, maybe two weeks. Oh, okay. So you, you're, you were raised in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm completely Jamaican. And, and what kind of, uh, what kind of an area you were raised in? Was it quiet? Was there a lot of fighting? Um, it was a little rowdy, you know. It was like Spanish Town, Jamaica. It's a, it's a lot going on, you know. I don't, I've never heard of, I've never heard of Spanish Town. Is it like Kingston at all, or no? Yeah, it's like Kingston, but it's it's further down. Okay, yeah, so there's a, you know, Jamaica's known to be a tough area, so a lot of guys can fight who are from Jamaica because you just had to fight. That's where Uriah Hall lived for a little bit. That's right. Yeah, actually, Uriah yeah. Hall actually lived in a lane, the lane that I grew up in, right on Marchville Road. He literally right the street right over. What the fuck's in the water? And that's that <laughs> couple of lanes, man. Well, a lot of some killers get out of there. But Uriah was very very uh, poor growing up. He yeah. used to make his own toys. Did you grow up in that kind of a situation? Yeah, you know, but. As being from the islands, man, it's kind of like this. It's like you are poor, you know, but it's you don't you're not dwelling on it. You don't know that you're poor because there's so much going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like we had to like walk to go get water and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's not like, man, we don't know better. It's like, you oh, oh we're just going to get water. You know what I mean? When I come to America, then it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that was yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> that, was lot, that was a lot going on. You know what what right here. Yeah. That's so, where, where in America did you move when you finally came, and how old are you? I moved to when I was sixteen. I moved to Roselle, Queens. Okay, yeah. so uh, what what kind of got you out of like? I, I guess were you ever like tempted to kind of go the wrong way? A lot of times, guys grow up and they see guys making money a certain way, and it's it's a hard mm. temptation. I mean, naturally, naturally, but you know, as as again, like I have martial arts. You know, I'm glad I met Sensei. You know, he. He definitely stirred me in the right direction, you know. But I'm a kid of common sense, man. And a lot of, a lot of, I've been through so much in Jamaica. Like I did that already. You know what I'm saying? Like I seen a lot of, and then the stuff that people are doing here that's considered like, you know, like the, the, the tough, tough guy or like gangster. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, it's yeah. not, it's not, it's not really tough. You know what I'm saying? So you saw it's guys like, doing it for uh, in a much more uh, private, brutal fashion there yeah so it's like i never really got and i knew what was right and what was wrong you know what i mean i don't, I don't have to get into that i know i know what's right and what's wrong simple as that yeah know? what led you to martial arts um the love man i love to fight you know i boxed i boxed for a while and i just really loved it man and then i ended up and then once i moved over to mma i was like what we could continue fight i could take people <laughs> down i could throw people you know i could hit people with elbows kick people in the face Shoot, sign me up. It's a, it's amazing what gets people in a cry. I interviewed this morning on my other radio show, Burt Ward, who played Robin in the original Batman and Robin, and he used to spar with Bruce Lee in real life. He, uh, they, they knew each other. Like Bruce Lee's first fight on TV was a Batman and Robin episode, yeah. oh, wow. and he became a, a, a huge star after that. And he said he would spar. It's amazing that people yeah, like, get you into. Know, you, you know what I wish though? What's that? Because right, right now Bruce Lee's fucking turning over in his grave, being like, yeah, but. Bullshit! He's probably like, all right, yeah, Robin. Yeah, Boy Wonder. We really sparred. Guy probably fucking played with him like a... He may and, have, yeah. Oh, may have. But Relax, but he Bert. Was, he was a black belt. Relax. No, no, I wish Bruce was around to say... Bruce was like, what the fuck? How many people was that reaching? Well, he didn't... He doesn't want that known. It's he didn't bullshit. imply... He didn't imply that he was doing better about. than Bruce Lee. He just implied that they would actually... He would, he, you know, they would work out together. Yeah. Oh, that's a big... Hey, listen. Me and you work he, out together. He said spar. I'm not... Well, then he's... Oh, well, yeah. In other words, Bruce Lee played with him. He might have, yeah. He uh, probably did. 
uh, listen to me. I'd bet my fucking life on it. Bruce Lee. Because, because, I, mean, I have on. faith you know in the boy wonder. Watch. Like, yeah, let's see Bruce Lee I climb a building that easily. How about this? You in, in his prime, you put fucking, what's his name? Bert, what? Ward? Robin. You put Rob. Well, that's, no, don't fucking don't do that. Because Robin's Robin's actually a character with some, you know. But we're talking about the Burr right Ward. person, Burt Ward. Robin yeah. didn't spar fucking Bruce Lee. No, that would be a good fight. There was a great picture Burt of them Ward fighting. Did. Yes, he did. Anyway, but Burt Ward, you put him in a fucking octagon in his prime. Well, he's fat versus now. fucking Chris the producer. My money's on Chris the producer, <laughs> and he didn't supposedly spar Bruce Lee. No, I would take Burt Ward over Chris yeah. the producer, even though right now he's yeah, very, well, very, very you, heavy. You take Burt Ward over me? I would, yeah. No. Uh, in his prime, still a black belt. Well, he kicked Bruce Lee's ass. Belt. Well, you know, he fought him. So a seven-year-old's out there. I don't know how good he was. He said Listen, he stopped training. I think he. I think he should have got right off that story and said that. Uh, put a few pounds on. Did he? he did. That's not. Don't judge a guy on that. I'm not. I like him. All right. Let's get back to our guests. Yeah. <laughs> I miss this guy. You know, he doesn't say too much, but he's like a. He's pointing he's, at Chris. He's like a <laughs> fucking samurai. Even his outfit. What are you wearing, Nordu? Where'd you get that t- that jacket? What from is that? This is, this is what a, is that? This is a hunting. It's from Japan when I was in Japan. That's what the fuck I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. He's like he's a straight up black yeah. samurai. Like, <laughs> I used to call him Ghost Dog. There was a movie with Forrest Whitaker, but Forrest Whitaker was a fucking fat guy. I wish that movie would have been so much better. You, know, you, know, you ever seen the movie Ghost Dog? <laughs> of course, of course. You're like I am Ghost Dog, motherfucker. The, you're the real Ghost Dog because that would have been a decent movie. But why couldn't the guy? The guy's a great actor. You can't get on a fucking treadmill, ghost dog. Forrest, really? You're a great actor. Loved you in Platoon. Absolutely. You're playing a samurai. Game. The, I loved him in what? <laughs> you guys ever seen Cry? That's before that time. I actually saw Forrest Whitaker like a week ago. <coughs> Sorry. Where was he? Walking down the street. Uh, yeah. Hansels, yeah. Here? Yeah, just walking. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Well, he's a great actor. He certainly is. Last King of Scotland. <laughs> Yeah? yeah, well now you're naming the fucking. I'm talking about Ghost Dog. Him yeah. as him as a samurai. I don't know that one. And then he'd always get some. He'd always go to the ice cream truck. That I don't know the movie. The movie. I don't think the movie was that great. Okay, <laughs> but but uh, where the fuck do we get into this? Uh, why did you choose Mickey? By the way, I wanted to ask you why of all the people did you choose him? Was it because there's something you saw in his, uh, his sparring or training that yeah. you're like, ah, I, I think I have this? No, you know, here's the deal, right? A lot of people ask me that actually, and the thing is, this this Sage Norcut, right? You know, he was discovered on the show, True. you know what I mean? And he, he blew up, he got all the attention, and he fought all these people, you know. And, you know, things are going good, you know. I got discovered the same way. No. What show are you talking about? Uh, the, ult- the not th- Looking for a fight. Oh, oh. Dana, why are you looking for a fight? I'm you sorry. Know, yeah, I happen to be on that show. The show, thank, thank the show you, where, you know, where he's, he says that he's the, he's the champ of the show and all that. You know, he's a fun guy, so he's a, he so, got his thing going. But, you know, he's on the show. You know, he calls out... He calls out What's his name, you know? Yeah. What's the dude named the wrestler? The actor? Yeah, C- Calls out an actor, yeah. you know? And then he gets, he fights the actor, which he put on a terrible show, by the way, because had I fought that actor, oh. I would have been toying with him and it would have been a great show because yeah. I would have just, I would have kept it on the feet. He was scared, so he dived in, you know what I mean? Dived in, took him down because now he didn't want to get punched by a 40 year old man. Well, CM know? Punk did come in fucking guns blade. He, he ran did out. Him. He did round kind of round. Said, I would have slipped like and me. ripped his ass. Yeah. I would have slipped and ripped him, you know? It would have made it look pretty, you know? Yeah. But he took him down, you know, and he spared him. He did know? spare him, yeah. He kind of, yeah. I think he was a little gentle in that one. Yeah. So, do you guys, sorry, Matt, do you guys have this thing from the show? Because you have to call somebody out when you fight just to make some interest. So, do you guys, or it helps, like, lately it seems like it helps. The, you know, the the more vocal somebody is, the more likely sure. they are to get the fight. 
Um, and so the guys from the Ultimate uh, uh, Dana White's looking for a fight. You guys kind of have this class of people before you get a lot of ranked fighters that you can call out. I think it's great because there's like this rivalry that you're hearing about that you might not have heard about from guys that weren't in the top 15. True, you know. But the thing is, I feel like some guys get more, you know, notoriety than others. You know what I mean? And me, from the, I'm the only guy from, from the Looking for a Fight show that fought real competition. That's just my opinion. You know what I mean? I feel like who has Mickey fought, who has Sage fought. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, the guy that beat Sage, I tried to get that fight. I didn't get it. You know what I mean? I want to fight these guys. You know what I mean? I, now, when you get that mic in front of you, after your, 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 when you, when you, when, after your fight, you get interviewed by Joe Rogan, whoever's interviewing you, you know, that, I, you have to, you don't have to, like you said, but you, sh- I feel you should take advantage of that time Absolutely. and state your, because that's a, a small little opportunity that's, that's, it could be huge for you. Mm-hmm. If you just say, I'll fight whoever, of course you'll fight whoever, you're a fucking warrior. But, the, what, Mickey's been very smart and strategic on who he's picking out. Mm-hmm. And, and now listen, does that, at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, guys are having a fucking fight. So that's not what it comes down to. But when you, you know, I'm not saying be the next Conor McGregor. You don't have to have that gift for Gabe or Conor McGregor. But if you have a name and say, yo, you give me this guy and then you state your case, people get excited about it. And that's you know what, what I, mean? I did with Mickey. That is what you, you know, did with Mickey. I saw you personally at a show, you and Dana, and I came yes. up to you guys and I was like, listen, man. Mickey th- Gall versus Randy Brown. Didn't I say that would be a good fight? Yeah, you said that would be, be awesome. That would be. I still think it's going to be awesome. Because you know what it is? I think both of you guys are studs. You, and I'm, again, I'm not giving nothing away, but obviously, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, have a very underrated, uh, well, I don't know if you have an undergraded ground game, but it's, it's, you know, I don't think people have seen what they you can do on the floor. Because I'm a, I'm a yeah. striker. You yeah. Know? I'm a striker. So. Um, and the same could be said. That's quotation. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm a striker. Yeah, well, I mean, they, they say, you, didn't, you didn't have to be in those positions yet. But Mickey, it could be said the same for him with his stand-up. Now, what you know what I mean? Even though he's, he's punched some guys in the face. but Reporters. You know, yeah. 40-year-old men. <laughs> 13-year-old pretty boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking well this is listen I'm getting excited for this fight I am too but, and you got you, ahead, Jimmy. calling somebody out like John Moraga uh, Magomed uh, Biblatov uh, is that how you say his last name uh, Biblatov Biblatov is uh, I mean he's this hot prospect I think he was undefeated at that point and, and, and Moraga destroys him in the first oh, round my, oh, that was beautiful yeah, we're gonna get to all those and then that after was... the fight they're interviewing him and he, he I think he was too emotional very emotional. But I'm like, who was it? Cormier, I yeah. think. By the way, they're sending Cormier in the teams now to do, because I think eventually they know Joe is going to leave, and they're trying to see who can uh, yeah. fill that role. And I think Cormier is doing he did, it. He did a great job. Yeah, Phenomenal. Great. Well, he's a fighter, too. Yeah. And he told the guy, like, well, I'm explaining that to everybody in the room, that Cormier is a fighter, in case you didn't know, <laughs> on the UFC Unfiltered podcast. The breaking news, Cormier fights. But uh, the, the fact that I guess he was able to say to the guy, he's like, come here just and, and, and talk a little bit. But he wouldn't call anybody... It seemed like that was a great moment for him he after beating underdog. this young prospect. Yes, he was. And that dude was uh, supposedly phenomenal. He's yeah. under, well, I, th- I believe he was like 14-0. and 0. Uh, It is, isn't it, motherfucker, Christopher Dusser? Uh, I see him looking. Let right me check the old archive. I believe he's 14-0. and 0, And uh, Moraga was the underdog in that yep. fight. That other guy went out there giving zero fucks. What was he? 14-0. and 0. Oh, oh, man, he's 14-1. Yeah. and 1. Yep. Moraga. I had to. I have to remember the order because he landed, it was a he was a huge right, uh, and then he uh, he left missed hook. with a kick, and then he dropped it with a left hook. Left but he hook stunned him with a right. Hell. Yeah, that thing. You know what it is? The other the the what's the guy the guy was fighting? Bibalatov. That exactly. Magomed. Yeah. Yeah. He, Magomed. Yeah. <laughs> he was uh, extremely confident. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, to the point of oh, not not reckless, but that chin was there for that left hook. 
I mean, he wasn't giving him enough respect. And damn, that that once that landed, it was shit. You just knew. Sometimes you're like, oh, is he still in the game? You're like, oh no, no. That's... But was that was he was he? You think he was overconfident then, or was that because he was stunned by the right and then the kick missed? Like, was, was he? He might, he might have just been stunned at that he point. He was no? so aggressive off the bat. I don't think he gave it. I mean, listen, he could have. Zabit did the same thing. He's, I think, he's the same team. Uh, Mark Henry was in his corner also, but Z- Zabit went in there the same way and. And you know, we're great for him. Yes. But uh listen, we're gonna see more of that dude. <laughs> say oh, his yeah. name again. I'm gonna get it. I'm oh, gonna... Magomed Bibilatov. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, what are you but do? uh anyway, Maraga did great. What did you think of uh you guys see uh Venata against Bobby Green? Fight fun. Night. Oh, that fight was so fun. crazy. The first round, did that cost him the fight though? Was that uh, that I point deduction so. did cost him the I fight? Think so. Yeah. What, I didn't think he should have took the point though. I don't think so either because when you when you looked at it on a close up, it was an upper thigh. Yeah, it, was the, it wasn't like he got. Does that still count as the knee? Is that I don't know what the what the rule the official rule yeah, is. Yeah, but it was also the first time he got. It's not like he hit him more than once in there. The nuts. Yeah, it was the first one. I don't think he should have just yeah. took it right away. But I mean, the dude's in his zone. He's throwing, you know, going yeah. hard. So. I, they said he might have caught because he was getting up. He still had a knee down. And he went to knee and he hit you with the thigh in the face. Oh, he was yeah. definitely down. But yeah. is that illegal? I guess because it's a leg strike. Is that considered a kick? What's that? Yeah. Of what, course. Uh, I, I, I sure. He did it to the face. He did, yeah, but it wasn't. But it hit the, the meat of the leg. The meat like, of the leg. Yeah, but if you see a guy on all fours, you're not supposed to do this. So the fact Anything that he was on legs. all okay. fours and he did it almost like Bisping versus fucking Jorge uh, uh, Rivera. Uh, Jorge Rivera? Who the fuck? Did I get that yeah, right? Jorge Rivera. That's my guy. Yeah, <laughs> that's my buddy. Fuck, I haven't talked to him in a while, so I second guess myself. But, you know, it's one of those just, it looked very deliberate. But the second he did it, you saw him like, ah, Fuck. He was trying to time it too, I think. Like he felt as though uh, Bobby Green was standing up. But, but he knew. It's, it's he not knew like, when he landed. Yeah, there was no yeah. question. Right. But, but uh, he did throw it. But yeah, hey, listen, it was still a good fucking oh fight. Oh my god! And they and they pointed out that both guys seemed happy with the draw. It's like when Mark Hunt fought no. um, uh, uh, Bigfoot Big Silva. Yeah. Like at the end of that, you're like, yeah, I'm okay with that being a draw. Like, these two guys, you don't want to see the guy lose a fight like That's that. Because they another... knew it was fight of the night. What's yeah. that? It's because they knew it was fight of the night. And they both they were yelling fight of the check, night. So yeah. they were like, there was uh. another draw, no? Uh, yeah. That, that was... I... Yeah, it was the Benil Daryush-Evan Dunham fight. It was a majority draw. Daryush won on one of the judges' scorecards and then it was a yeah. draw. That first round could have been a 10-8 round. But man, you got to give it to Dunham for coming back. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. That was a fun fight too. What a great night of fight. You guys seen these fights? Huh? Yeah, yes? Yeah, um, we can get into we can get into where, where Here's what I want to get into because I th- I think if you're a time The Mighty was, Mouse Armbar. That shit was yeah, I mean, Is that what you want to talk about, Jimmy? <laughs> I, that wasn't I was going we could do that one. The one oh, I was going to do is a much faster story uh, which was poor fucking Walt Harris. Uh, oh, stepping speaking in. of arm locks, first of all, what a night for jujitsu. Yes, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it's like when people think that this, like, you know, all the the, the um, guys who are thinking of mixed martial arts in the UFC from from twenty years ago, and they don't see the beauty in it, they should just see that event because so many the the, the the setups, the Verdum arm lock was a thing of was that was just be- was just beautiful jujitsu in general takedown to control to taking the back right to the arm lock i mean it was just so what the transitions was just a thing of beauty can i, I ask think. you guys as as uh, jujitsu fighters okay so he's taking him down with that single leg yeah did he kind of know like all right this guy's a striker i'm absolutely going to be able to take him down like, would he have tried to take down a high level jujitsu guy with the same move or is that one that he probably would not he knew he had a striker well well first of all Props to Walt Harris for taking it on like three sure. hours notice. Yeah. You know what I mean? I saw, I was at a wedding. So 
like you know. Oh, that was, must have been fun, though. Yeah, yeah. I hope it was good. Holy fuck! Yeah, I, I don't believe I was missing that thing. And then yeah, I got yeah. all the spoilers too. Yeah, of course. And it you really ruined the shit. We're gonna get into the main event too, but yeah. that fucking I wasn't. But it, it's hard, man. Oh, that must have sucked. The groom cuts the cake. Yeah, I know. Oh, fucking, fucking I'm Kevin Lee's. Oh, awful. If I didn't know, the, we're gonna get back to this fight in a second. But if I didn't know the outcome of the Kevin Lee Tony Ferguson fight, if when it was happening, would have been such a better experience for me. I never. I know. knew. I well, I fucking knew. Oh. Asshole, I am. Who told you? I don't know. What I, are you? I seen it on something. Don't well, look at anything. Well, what am I doing? What am I supposed to look at? The chandelier? I'm at a wedding. Don't look at your phone. <laughs> or go watch it under the app. The fucking UFC app is amazing. T- Tony called him. He told him. Oh, did he? Tug it, Tony. Yeah, threw him. But you know that sucked. But anyway, so great. I mean, listen, great card all around. Back so to that Ver- the, yeah, the Verdun. Verdun, when he took him down, he just when you seen him settle in, he took him down right into he had a. Uh, an underhook, and you. I'm just like, oh man, this is not good with him on top. And the way he moves, he's not afraid to give a little bit of space because when any he knows where that the escape routes are, and he's going to be there by the time uh, Walt Harris was on all fours, he was on his back. Well, they said, you know what I mean? They said, don't make no mistake about it, Walt Harris did not push Verdum off. Oh, exactly. He gave him space so he could take his back exactly. as he tried to get up. And do you think, in a way, because he had a full mount, he could have just pounded him. Do you think he just wanted? To just get it over, like, and it also seemed like he could have choked him and then went to the arm bar. Is that a decision he made because, hey, this is just the fastest way to do it? I don't want to choke well, this some, guy. Sometimes with the gloves, it's difficult to strangle somebody. Not, you know, listen, not always you get it underneath the, the chin, but you know, a guy tries to go two on one with your hands and this and that. He had the Kimura grip on his arm, his wrist, and his, and his other um, Walt Harris's wrist and his wrist. He brought it over the head, so it makes a frame. So I mean, this is an arm lock that. It's not an uncommon arm lock. Sure. You get this all the time in, in, in training, and that's what it looked like for him. That's I guarantee he's hit that a thousand times. Would that have been a harder thing to put on a guy like Frank Mir? Yes. Well, that's that's definitely because Frank Mir is a, is a high-level black belt. You know what I mean? Um, there's certain guys that, I mean... Like Mir would have seen it coming. Yeah, I mean, could he have gotten Mir in it? Who knows? I mean, he's fucking... Ver, Verdum is... Verdum, and, and, and I believe Joe Rogan was saying that uh, he's... Po- quite possibly the the best jujitsu artist. I mean, heavyweight. The, yeah, heavyweight that you that we've ever seen in the UFC. I mean, I, that's I, I can't think of anybody else. I mean, Minotauro was a little bit past his prime when he fought him, but I mean, you've seen him like Minotauro would go to half guard on guys like Mark Coleman. I mean, there's different levels in this thing. Like in other words, he'd go like back in the day in Pride, he he put a half guard on Mark Coleman and just like like a like a kid, he just switch underneath him turn around next to you know, he's on top of him he tried that same shit on Verdum when they fought how many years later Verdum's keeping his base fucking hammer fisting him it was a it's fucking brutal Verdum's also 40 too right now he's not a young guy yeah, anymore, I, yeah so. I know I, I saw that on the thing but Verdum's jiu-jitsu is so good he never really I mean you know he got caught by junior uh, uh, Dos Santos back in the day he got stopped Stipe Miocic yeah he got stopped by Stipe but that's two times I can't think of any uh, he, besides that I believe I don't think he has any other stoppages. I might yeah, be I'm, I'm looking through. I don't think so. No. Nothing that comes to mind. So it's not like he took a ton of damage. You know, he's not that Rockham and Sockham guy. He's the type, and he's and he's getting so much better with the stand up that he's the type of guy that he could just. He didn't even have to use it in this one. But yeah, he'll you know, take risks too. Yeah. His stand up is actually really good. Who Verdum? Yeah, it's fun to watch. Some funky stuff, man. Flying. You don't see heavyweights jumping through the air like that. Not not no. in the first five seconds. He nah. like flew across the ring and just threw a kick. It was great. Jump knees, all that stuff. Yeah, his, his jujitsu is so good. It's it just frees him up up top that he could just let anything fly. Because what's gonna happen? Like he slips and a guy ends up on top. 
If a guy ends up, if a, one of the, all those black belts, all those all the heavyweights, if I'm gonna say I can't think of one of them, you could start a match with them mounted on Verdum, and they should probably jump off of Verdum. You know what I'm saying? Like if he screws up with a, a strike and a guy slips up on top of him and ends up on his back on his mount. How about Kane? What? How about Kane? How about Kane? How that? Yeah. How do you look on? How do you look on top of him? Do you remember that fight? He didn't no. look. He didn't look comfortable on top of him. Kane. Verdum is the worst matchup out of the whole heavyweight division for Kane. Reason being, Kane outgasses out these other heavyweights because they're not that comfortable on their back. They want to get back up. Guess what? He gets you back down. And then he could beat you up standing and get you back down. Verdum's height could could uh, nullify nullify his uh, his strikes when he gets them in the uh, the plum and he gets them in the tie clinch when he gets too close. Or else they just let him take him down. He doesn't give a shit because he's not getting beat up down there. If anything, Kane gets him down. He's got to be surviving on top. In the la- they, when they fought that time it was in Mexico, Mexico City, though, yeah. In between rounds, they go look, put him down because they saw he was getting tired. But that's and, what I was. That's why I'm asking McCain. I'm saying, yeah. do you think that was more of a, of a gassing out because he had not spent enough time at altitude there? Because his cardio is usually incredible. But it is. But he there's no moments. There's no moment where he could rest. He can get that takedown on Verdum. Verdum could fight it as much as he wants, but or he could just go with it. It's not like he's going to take him down and do the, like with these other guys. Like he settled right into Bigfoot's half guard and beat the shit out of him because he's that good. He's not doing that to Verdun. Mm-hmm. He's not settling anywhere on top of him and beating him up. I guarantee it. Unless you got a gassed Verdun and now he's not moving how he should be. Yeah, I just Verdun's going to be too busy down there because his his cardio is so incredible. Yeah. What do you guys uh, think about that? I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, no, you, it's fine. About, about that, as far as with Verdun and yeah, yeah, I mean. Fine. Verdum's just fuck. Verdum's unreal off his back. But did you think in that fight though that part of the reason Kane was vulnerable was because of the fact that he just he never gasses and you could see that I, th- I, mean, I don't he's, a, what he's a wrestler. You know what I mean? And you put a wrestler if you you put a wrestler on his back, he's not he's not you know comfortable there. So I, def- I feel like he's gonna get gassed. You know what I mean? Because he's not used to being there. You know he's not used to being pushed against the cage. You know what I mean? He's not used to being in certain bad positions. He's always on top. He's always the the aggressor. Always the dominant the dominant player in the game. You know so. You know, if he's on his back, I feel like he's going to get tired easy. Yeah. Nardu, <laughs> anything uh, to add? Yeah, I just remembered him teeping that coach after. <laughs> <laughs> a great team. That was, uh, that's Ronda's coach. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Edmund. Good good oh, for Doom, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Good place. He threw things. a little kick just to keep him back. That was a little get back. Uh, little get back kick. Yeah, they, so, had, they had some words. That so, was after the Travis Brown fight? Or yes. Yeah. What'd you that think of funny. the. Uh, I, and you, Matt, you want to talk about this. Uh, you were right about uh, uh, Demetrius Johnson against Ray Borg. I mean, that was. Ah, oh, man. Uh, Ray Borg was game. I mean, you got to give the kid that. And he was, how old is he, Ray Borg? He's very young. 20, yeah, 24. Yeah. He's 25. I mean, you know, that's what I'm saying. Guys like Ray Borg. Guys like um, Kevin Lee, twenty five. I got in the UFC at twenty six. Oh, you know Ray Borg I mean? might be twenty four. Yeah, they're young. They're young dudes. So I don't think Ray Borg's stock went down at all. If anything, I mean, he's a stud. But holy shit, that arm lock was a. Th- I must have watched that thing uh, dozens of times. Yeah. Oh, that was so beautiful. Making like you're gonna give him the old souple, and as he's coming down, he underhooks the arm. I never. That's I've seen flying arm locks before. Nardu, you've been around this game for forever. Have you yes. have you ever seen anything no, like that? No, no, it was it was beautiful. He as he elevated him up, he secured the underhook and it just fit right into the juju. It was perfect. It was, it was something. I and and Jimmy, I've seen shit. I've seen a lot of crazy shit. Flaunt jumping into Uma Plata's. I mean, it was, it was 
just so and he said he's done this a lot in the gym in his, in his training and I 100% believe it yeah yeah they say he hits it all the time oh, I, I was talking to this guy Graham Welsh on Instagram he's a fan of the show and he was saying yeah. that people are calling it the mouse trap that's what we're officially oh. calling that move <laughs> now have you this is why you gotta love him because I think wasn't that the fifth round uh, was it the fourth or the fifth it round it was the fifth round the fifth, and, and like literally he's ahead I think there were 10-8 like rounds at that point and he still wants to go for the finish I mean, that's oh, yeah. why you have to love him he just he was not happy just to cruise to a win he wanted the finish that 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 was uh and what about Ray Borg we're going out in the fourth round and getting a takedown right I mean Ray Borg, I mean Ray Borg is it's not like he was like look I'm losing every round fuck it I tried because if you want out of there it's very easy but why it. why was he continuously chasing the takedown that was if he he initiated a grappling every single time Ray Borg and then he got yeah and then he got out grappled every time I don't think he, that's what I don't think he was ready for because if you see Ray Borg's other fights he's fucking he's really good in, in, in the grappling realm you know what I mean like he's He's really good, really dangerous. He's strangled many people. He's finishing a lot of guys. So sometimes you don't know until you feel it. And maybe, and I don't know if there was a plan B. Like, but I kept know? wondering that too. Like It seemed like, okay, the first couple of rounds. Yeah. But by round three, when you've done nothing but get mauled on the ground. Yeah. Like, just, he his- stopped every single takedown. Not only did he stop it, he, he reversed you. Who's that? Um, Mighty Mouse. Yeah, Mighty Mouse. You know, he reversed got, him. Yeah, he got him down a couple times. But, yeah, yeah I know. Did he do... Listen. Did but he do instantly, anything with He got it? him down. He's he's got reversed. Yeah. And he was just... At that point, it's like, all right, come on, bro. You got to stop trying to take him down. You know? You got to fight now. Or at least faint the takedown and then go back upstairs. Yeah. That type of thing. You know what I mean? It's all how you put it together. And he... The, the biggest thing, though, I remember leading up to it, he was saying that... Like, he thought he had the advantage in, in the scrambles. And... When he found that out, I guess he found that out the hard way. You know what I mean? But he was still putting everything into it until, and then, oh man, that 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 suplex the fucking arm lock, the mouse trap. I want to fucking put my head through a wall with that. That's a great name, though. I don't think I could call it the mouse trap. Snip. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Snipped up in the mouse trap. <laughs> Listen, well, I didn't. I might. I'll do a second, the second Christopher Lee said it, I want to throw that fucking Pepsi can at him. Uh, but it's not his fault. No, it's not. You don't shoot the messenger. Ice cold no. Pepsi. It is delicious. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, he could have mouse trapped you and gave you a warm one. We're going to use that around the studio a lot, I think, the mouse trap. Can we kill the mouse trap? I fucking hate it as much. As, I like the mouse trap as much as I like fucking Chip Chipperson. Come on. <sighs> These guys don't know who Chip is. Yes, they do. He's you guys know who Chip Chipperson oh, is? Of course. This fucking nard dude would never lie. Randy? <laughs> All right. They just How's don't your know. audience out there? They just don't know. <laughs> and they're busy training. You got a big audience, though. Yes. Chip hits his alter ego. He plays a fucking... It's just real, a character I do. It's very, very popular. A creep. My fans want me to kill myself and Chip to live on. <laughs> oh, yeah, not me. <laughs> so, um, okay, we, we, the, uh, the Mighty Mouse... Uh, uh, Ray Borg fight was incredible, and then of course the uh, main event. Yeah, and we're gonna do it. Then we'll go on to the undercard because there was other fights. Yes, I there really were. Enjoyed uh, the main event. Let's talk. First of all, uh, Kevin Lee fighting with a staph infection that has to suck. But but hey, man, how do you get a staph infection? Is it from the gym? You can get it from the gym from somebody who had it. But how do they let someone fight you with a staph infection? Are you gonna get it? Yeah, I think he better fucking pop some. <laughs> Pop some antibiotics today. Yeah, he said he was trying to hide it pretty much all week from officials. Yeah. He know. was. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? He, I mean, the show had to go on, and uh, you know, I don't think anybody's going to want. The, I don't think Tony would have wanted the fight stop uh, not happen because he might get fucking ringworm or something. Who cares? Because he could just he could just take something and get rid of it. Gives a shit. But that does wear you down. They said it makes you very tired. It, it hurts. And Kevin Lee did get tired. You know, he that, said it between his weight that. cut too. He said that his weight cut was insane. Yeah. Was it nineteen pounds? Yeah, something like that. And that might have been because of the the staff. I mean, right? right? I mean, so I mean these things. But it's unfortunate though because he was see Tony. 
Tony does take some shots in that first round in a lot yes. of his fights. And then he just keeps the momentum gradually shifts. <laughs> like, like in other words, like I mean, he gains momentum with with as long as he weathers that first storm, which he usually he gets caught in. You know what I mean? Whether it's Venata, Venata, yes, or um, uh, even uh, RDA was lighting him up. Yeah. I remember that first round RDA going. That could have been wow. Over, yeah. I'm thinking this keeps going. I don't know how Tony's gonna be able to take all this. But then he takes it, and guys start to get tired. So you can't, I don't know, you could blame this on the staff. What's that? He's awkward and funky. He is awkward. It has to be a pain in the ass to fight him because he'll get hit, and he'll spin with it, and like front rolls, he'll die for your ankles. (laughs) It's like, he's real funky, man. Probably a hard guy to train for, too. Yeah, really awkward. His punches come at weird angles and all that. And and that, he was was mounted for a little bit. There was definitely a couple minutes. He was mounted. And uh, Kevin Lee is a very good mount. I, I, and he was raining down shots. I don't know how much stuff got in clear, uh, clean. But for but that was the first round. And usually the the guy on who's been mounted is going to come out the next round a little bit more, you know, worse to sure. wear. But it's not the case with Tony Ferguson. In all of his fights, guys get almost tired hitting him or trying to put him away. Well, you want it's almost like Frankie Edgar who at times have a bad early first round or a lot of times look like he was a de- like you murdered in the first round and then I, I wonder if it discourages guys to like I just I dumped I'll everything on this guy and and well, you know well, almost like hap- or against uh, Carwin uh, uh, Lesnar. That happened like, with Benil Daryush I think a little bit. He had a great first round and then Dunham came out and he he easily could have been yeah. easily could have been a 10-8 right. round. I Did mean, you ever see um Tony Ferguson versus Edson Barboza? Barboza yeah. That was probably like the best one round fight I've ever seen. That fight was crazy. That how many, that went one round? I, I think so. Yeah, that fight was insane. And that fight, the pace that they kept in that fight yeah. was crazy, man. That that's the first time I really like yeah. started doing research on like Tony Ferguson because he he's he's just he just doesn't stop, man. How he do you, doesn't stop? That how do you crazy. think a fight with Tony Ferguson versus Conor McGregor would go? It's, it's he's so Connor is is good in my opinion. Connor Connor is really good. Taking nothing away from Connor, all right. He's done some amazing things for the sport. Yeah, but he's he's very like you know traditional. You know what I mean? Like he fights a guy like like Tony Ferguson. That's not traditional, man. The things that he does is just. Yeah. I feel like it'll throw him off, man. It's just awkward. He does have, like weird stuff. And you have to see how Tony holds up under cause what what wilted Eddie Alvarez was the moment. The pressure of the moment. Eddie is a tough dude and he just literally I think Connor hit harder than he thought he was gonna hit. So you have to be prepared to get hit harder than you're expecting. Yeah. But yeah, Tony I think's a different guy. And well, I think Tony's a different type of I mean you know, he's talking shit to Verdum in a you know, fucking it's right. event. Yeah, no, no, Tony, da- there's no doubt about it, he gives zero fucks. And any he You don't think he'd wilt under that? What's that? You know, that that pressure of of like Connor coming after. No, you. he nah. no. The biggest thing with that fight like that. Now Styles make fights. Kevin Lee could have been stylistically a harder fight for Conor McGregor. It's weird because this is the this is the way I look at it. Tony takes a lot of shots from guys that that are very good, but I mean, are they as accurate as Connor? Connor's fucking accurate as fuck. Yeah. I mean, he's landing shots. He's very accurate. But is that going to be enough? If it does not, in a five-round fight, if that does not put away Tony, look, man, look what happened with, uh, I mean, Nate did take it off the couch that time, but uh, in that first fight, you know, he, he he punched himself out with Nate. And Nate, I mean, pretty much, Nate got tied. Nate just, you know, took him apart. And it happened in their second fight, too, where 
you know, he got back in it, but by that third round, he was really gassed. So in a five-round fight, a lot would, in, in, in my opinion, a lot would be determined in that first round. If Tony gets out of that first round, you, you might be seeing exactly what we're seeing with him versus RDA, with him versus uh, uh, Kevin Lee, with him with a lot of his fights, is uh, with Venata, is that he takes the punishment, he absorbs it, and then he ends up having his way. The only problem with a game like that is you don't know when it's going to be that day that your chin just ain't going to take it. I mean, you know what I mean? Because yes. he does get fucking hit. Yes. It's not like he's getting glanced. You know what I mean? He's fucking plastered. Yeah. Like, banged up. But he just can take it. He's a, he's, he's a nut. And one thing, too, I wish they would do a little better with the camera work. This is totally off the subject. But after that fight, Kevin Lee was very emotional. And I love I loved that. Uh, I'm a sucker for that. Like, I love that Tony Ferguson went over yeah. and hugged. I, I like that. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and they're showing people cheering in the upper deck. Stop it. Whoever's directing that, show me the fighters. I don't need to see a bunch of fucking girls with, yeah. with shirts on going, that's not interesting. Right? <laughs> you know, I don't on. need to see that shit. Stop showing me a woman fucking waving. Her. I don't want to see yeah, the they're fans. Yeah, ha- they're happy. We, 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 I don't care. I want to see Kevin Lee and I want to see Tony Ferguson. Yeah. If he's breaking down, show me this fighter who's having an emotional reaction to a, yeah. a, a loss or show me Tony Ferguson and, and this guy having some... I love seeing the guys that genuinely hate each other yeah. having that moment together. Don't show me 30 cheering idiots in the upper deck. I don't want to see it. I don't need that shit. I don't need it. Me neither, Jimmy. Stupid. Yeah, they're doing the same thing I'm doing. They're watching the fight. Give me a list of these fights that happened the other like, day. Bug me. Where are they? What do you got there? Well, I was going to do a live read, but you go ahead. You no, go ahead. No, 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 I'm just looking at, I'm looking at our new sponsor, and I'm trying to figure out how to do it. Because a lot of times hey. they want us to just throw our own. Oh, go play. ahead. What? No, you, you were doing a sponsor read? You're going to like this new sponsor, I think. Oh, all right, let's talk about that then. Yeah, uh, let's do it quick. Uh, let all me right. ask you. Uh, they're a new sponsor for UFC Unfiltered. And I, I know that Matt's going to like these guys, and I know that the listeners are going to like them too. Uh, are you ready to save money and play more games? Yes. Oh, I thought you were asking. Were you asking I me? I was. Okay. Let me introduce you to our new sponsor, <laughs> Gamefly. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all your favorite video Ooh. games at gamefly.com. You pick your favorite games, you have them mailed directly to your door. Now, Gamefly is the leading video game rental service, which is great because if you hate a game, you don't have to keep it. Over 9,000 titles to choose from. It lets you try your favorite games and movies before you buy. You can keep the games for as long as you want. Uh, you'll never have to worry about late fees, and you can cancel at any time. So basically, there's zero disadvantages to joining this. Oh, and uh, Gamefly now offers oh, movie rentals, too. Phenomenal. Oh. Go to Gamefly.com UFC. Start your free premium 30-day trial today. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time. You can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com slash UFC. Now sign up and start playing all your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days. Who doesn't like that? What, do you want to pay for it? I'd rather pay for it. No, you wouldn't, stupid. Gamefly. Gamefly. I figured you'd like them. I like it. Matt likes it. Like it? You know that. You know what else I liked? Was uh, <laughs> Segway King. It was very good. Oh, uh, give me a high five. Very good. Um, Mara Romero Barella. Italian chick. Oh, she was tough. She was tough. The only fighter. Beautiful jujitsu. What? I didn't see it. I was on stage. Fucking. Fucking. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was her debut. Apparently, you, it tape, was... apparently you taped my show. What? <laughs> <laughs> this girl was tough. You, you know who she fought? Yeah, Kalindra for Fahia. Did you watch it? I did watch it. It was a great fight, actually. And that was was that her that was her debut also. Both of them are making their debut. Yeah, and that was a flyweight. Let me ask you, and I should know because was she speaking uh, Portuguese Portuguese. or was she is she 
Not not the Brazilian Could, girl. Mara. No, no, she's speaking Italian. Was she? Uh, yeah. I should know that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but she had the little Brazilian jiu-jitsu top team guy translating for her. Yeah, but like, he's... Was he speaking Italian, Italian too? Yeah. I'm Italian-American, by the way. Yeah. My wife speaks fluent Italian. Does she? I don't. What? You, oh, well, you guys aren't watching it together. But you could, you could no. ask her. You have her watch. No, but you know What? Okay, so this yeah, is a flyaway fight now. So yeah. they're, they're, they're trying so to get good. this. That's one uh, twenty-five, right? She, it was jujitsu one hundred and one. It was beautiful, man. A lot of, I mean, what a night. Wait, let me look at this thing for a second. Besides, uh, uh, Dar Darush Darush, right? Dar, I said Darush, 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 Darush. Besides that fight, every other fight was uh, a submission, right? On the main card, yeah. All right. Well, you know, I'm getting excited about that. Talos Lightest against Brad Tavares. Let's talk about that. that did you see that? I did, yeah. Brad Tavares, uh, he did a great job of taking away uh, uh, Thales Leite's, um his takedowns. Yeah. And he, and he basically just beat him up. <laughs> right? He just yeah. beat him up. Beautiful, though. I feel like Brad's been around for a while, man. But it, and he got performance of the night also. No, no that's true. Oh, I'm sorry. You wrote that above it. Yes, <laughs> But it was a great performance. It was just in a night of... A lot of finishes, but that but Brad, he's like I think he's right there. What what is he ranked, Brad Tavares? Uh, let me check. And who did he fight before this? Because I I feel he's been around for a long time, man. He, yeah, he just fought recently. Oh, it was Elias Teodoro. It was in July he fought and Elias? he won that fight. Yeah. And what's and his rank? Is he ranked? He's sixteen and four. I don't think he's ranked. No, but he's. I mean, I think he was. But he's got to be close. Yeah. Tough dude, man. He's just he's he's always been right there, like on the outside of that. Yeah. Of that, like that top ten, you got it. That guy's tough, tough dude. And then that Nick Lentz thing was uh, canceled. What other fights? Yeah, which is too bad because that was going to be a fun fight. But Nick had medical issues, I think, relating to his weight cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. How long did it take Kevin Lee to lose nineteen pounds? Uh, I mean, he was interviewed on that's horrendous. Thursday, and he said like I'm night. So it was like the early afternoon on Thursday. He he cut nineteen pounds. And right. we have, uh, and you, by the way, and you're, and you're fighting, uh, Randy, you're fighting Mickey Alter Garden, <coughs> which is just, I mean, everybody wanted to get on that card. Jose Aldo wanted to get on it. It's not an easy card to get on. So they must have some faith uh, in both of you guys to put you on that card. Yeah, I mean, he likes to talk. So, you know, I'm sure he, he's been talking up a storm. So they're going to probably, you know, give him whatever he wants because he's a big big on that you know any additional pressure for you fighting on that card i mean it is oh, none at all this is this is huge for me this is great for me i've fought in new york multiple times in my, my hometown i'm chilling man you, you know he um hey i'm i'm proud of him i'm proud of him i'm just proud say, of mickey yeah man i'm proud of him for getting the fight but know? let me let me ask you now you you trained with him before now this is what i find interesting he let us like no he wasn't tapping and telling or i don't know how it went down with the training but he was actually surprised that you called him out because I feel that he felt that he had a good training session with you. What did you – you rolled with him or you, you trained with him. We didn't, I didn't get mm -hmm. any further than that with him. But he was almost glowing of th that he of thinking about it. Now, yeah, he, is there anything you he, felt? He said that. He said well, he bodied me up. He bodied oh, okay. me up. Oh, okay. Did he say that? And then all that. Just <laughs> I'm trying to make it easy. You know. But um, – Hey, a fight is not jujitsu. He has. Yeah. I'm not taking nothing away from the guy. You yeah. know what I mean? He has good, good jujitsu. You know what okay. I mean? It's, we're rolling. We're training. You know what I mean? Yeah. I tapped him. He tapped me. You know? Okay. It's grappling. We're gonna, it's, yeah. It happens. You know? Yeah. But fighting, that's ah. what I do. You oh, know? Shit. And this is a whole different ball game when it comes to fighting. You know? And you know, this is his first pro fight. You know? 
In my opinion, this is his first fight. So you're saying that the other four fights weren't? No, this is his first fight against a UFC fighter. You know, and you know, I'm happy for him. You know, and I'm I'm proud of him. If he makes it to round two, I'll be very surprised. I'll be very proud of him in round two. This is good that it's on the uh, on the prelims. Like it's not. It's it's like not a bit. a lot of people are gonna see this fucking. Is fight. it a prelim or like, you know, one mean? prelim? It's on FS1. That, that's what I'm Go saying. Ahead. What I what I mean by that is, more, more people actually see that than I believe the the, the main card. Usually, they, well, they though. use those to get you to the main card. I mean, yeah. they're all good fights. They're usually fights that are gonna be very exciting to make people want to buy the main card. So they're mm. fights that the UFC has faith in. This card is so. Yeah. I mean, people are probably sick of us saying it, but every time they put a card on. You're like, I, I can't think of a better card. This is... Uh, Let's talk about this. Bisping GSP is the main event, of course, for the welterweight... Uh, uh, sorry, middleweight championship. Uh, and then, then you have uh, Cody Garbrandt against TJ Dillashaw. A phenomenal fight. That's wanna, been a long... Want to talk about that one? I I'll do. talk about Did, it. Didn't they cancel already? They, they had canceled. They were supposed to fight. And uh, Cody's back hurt, right? Yeah. Correct? Yeah. And then, of course, they have Yuani uh, uh, and Jacek against Rose uh, Namajunas. Finally, oh, Rose is getting that shot. That fight. that fight... That fight's going to be crazy. That could easily be a co-main. And then uh, uh, Thompson against Jorge Masvidal. Another phenomenal fight. Let's, let's talk about that one. The last one. Thompson versus Masvidal. What is your take? Now you're familiar. Both guys know yes, Nardu. Yes, yes. What's I'm, your take I'm, on that? Well, I'm a bit par- partial to Masvidal. I really like him, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm partial right. to Masvidal, so I'm I'm, I'm going with Masvidal now. Now, and any particular reason? What What is it about his now style wise? What do you think of? His, I mean, standing up. Stephen Thompson was an undefeated kickboxer. Yeah, he's great. And talk about a unique style. Yeah, he's I mean, great. I mean, you know, it's, it's all going to be, at the end of the day, whoever seizes the moment is going to capture that victory, and it's in the preparation. But um, Masvidal, he's kind of old school. He's been around for a while. He's got, um, he's another one who has, like, under, underrated a, a lot of areas, you know. And he did really good against Damian Maya, you know. He, um, he had his back taken, you know, Maya was able to control him yeah but um he's he's got really good striking and also good jiu-jitsu too. style wise though yeah. uh, that's a you couldn't think of a more of an opposite guy he did good with damian maya but i guarantee steven thompson's not looking to fucking single like him yeah <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. he's gonna he's be gonna long be range looking yeah, to put his really, foot in yeah, his yeah, face yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. yeah i feel like fights like that though i feel like sometimes it ends up He's gonna try to grapple him like two strikers like that. Which, up, whichever one has better grappling is just gonna out grapple the other. That's one. like BJ Penn, Matt Sarah, kind of. That was a good fight. I don't know. That I was. was good tag, you know? I thought I should have got the nine. That's just me. But uh, <laughs> I got the East Coast curse. But um, wait now, a lot. But stand, But I don't see Masvidal. Normally, I would agree with one guy looking to do the takedown. But Masvidal was so ballsy standing up. Like he didn't even give a shit about taking down like cowboy he was just like i'm gonna stand up with you you're talking about a guy that used to fight uh in like the underground circuit in miami on the same cards, like same cards <laughs> like it's a <laughs> card like in the same kimbo, night same, same day kimbo. as kimbo like he just fight and and, and I, I i seen a couple of those fights and he's just and talk about game bread like he's I'm, no pun intended but he's very game like even in those he didn't give a fuck man yeah. he likes to fight it, it's that same Thing when you I see in Tony Ferguson that El Kakui when he's doing that dance after he's getting hit and not fucking <laughs> that guy there's no place in the world he'd rather be than right there and a lot that's something that you can't teach and I see that in Game Bread also that's right. but you're going with a guy on his feet it's like it, it's just unlike the only other guys like who like that maybe Machida I mean I don't know how you I don't know how you're preparing 
for that style. That can, like, I mean, bringing karate guys, but still. Well, it's like know? we talked about. Uh, who were we talked about? For? Was it was it Lando Venata? Who were we talking about? That's hard to train for. Tony Ferguson. Oh, Tony Ferguson. Ferguson. Yeah, so he's one of those guys that Jesus. He's hard to find a guy who fights like he does to train for. Too bad fucking Khabib cannot get that weight on the control or something because is he still having issues with it? Is that what it was in this time, or was he still not healed? Because they well, said they offered him this fight and and he didn't take it, so they gave it to Kevin Lee. Right. Well, Cormier said something at the end of the pay per view actually, where they were talking about potentially Khabib coming back and fighting Connor or Tony or whatever, and and Cormier said that he he had to have surgery. Like oh. Khabib's, I there was know something going on. Yeah. So, There's no way they're giving Khabib Connor. If he can't prove no. that he can make that weight, there's no way they're chancing their Connors. It's such a shame because when you see Khabib, Khabib on top of these guys, now look at the success early on that Kevin Lee had grappling with 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 Tony as far as getting him down, getting side control, getting mounted. Khabib in those situations, in those in those certain positions, I mean that guy could rip your fucking arm off. Yeah. I mean Khabib, I heard is just insanely strong. And his grappling is amazing. His ground and pound is nasty as shit. And again, he's taking limbs. Like, you know, he's moving with a purpose down there. I mean, ah, oh, man, what a shame. I want to see. I really, I was so heartbroken when that fight didn't happen. Me too. Day, when, when day, he was day of, right? Oh, he just didn't show up for the, I was, yeah. it was so bad. Then he was in the hospital. Like, oh, I thought the same thing didn't happen to Kevin Lee this time. And, and But uh, but with Tony, it, it is good that he's with Eddie Bravo because that type of body type, like that, that, that he, like himself, Tony Ferguson, Ben Saunders, they get, you know, Eddie's like a master of the clinch game on the ground, like the high guard, yeah. rubber guard. So he's really good at tying guys up. So, I mean, Tony was, once it was in the guard, he was, he looked very comfortable. You know what I mean? And a big mistake by Kevin Lee. And I know, I know he's tired and it happened to me before too. I think with Jeff Curran, I, I let him put the feet there too long. You, when you're on top, of somebody, it's one thing when you're fresh and somebody's guard, but when you're in a guy's a, a dangerous, a guy who's dangerous on his back, you you really don't want to settle in and try to beat the guy up from there. It's one thing if you got that unlimited gas tank and the timing of a Frankie Edgar smushing a, a Yair Rodriguez up against the, the cage. Yeah. But in a case like this, he was the guy who was more tired. He get that takedown and he's allowing Tony. To keep, he's got that so much forward pressure on top of Kevin Lee, but he was allowing Tony to get those feet in his hips more than once. So when he keeps those feet in his hips, one, it relieves the pressure, and two, it sets him up for that arm lock that he almost got. It was he keeping his arms to, out straight too much? They, didn't they say that he was leaving his arms in bad uh, position too? I'm not sure. What, I don't know I'm what not they, sure that was the. I don't know what they were saying, but but I remember watching it saying, "This is just." This is bad news. I mean, look at Chael Sonnen, Anderson Silva. You could have a lot of success beating up a guy down there, but the second you get a little bit, uh, uh, you know, you slow down a little bit, you're in a, one wrong move. That guy's locking up a fucking triangle like Anderson Silva did with Chael Sonnen, like Tony Ferguson did the other night versus Kevin Lee. And once that thing got set in, I'm like, oh, this is... Unlike the arm lock, which was tight, there was some move... To sc- he, he, there was a little couple of technical things where he was... Uh, when he went for that, and I believe he went for an Plata where he allowed, he wasn't checking uh, Ken, Kevin Lee's lower body. So it allowed Kevin Lee, even though the arm was in jeopardy, he was still able able to bring his knee across and, and get out of it in a side control. Does that make sense to you? You know what the fuck I'm yes. talking about, Nardu and Randy. Because <laughs> you have to check that when you go for Omoplatas and whatnot. Right. Like In other words, if I'm attacking somebody's uh, uh, left arm, they're going to try to step over my body towards that arm. You understand what I'm saying? And then they'll be across my side, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, <laughs> anyway, if if he stopped that, he would have got on top and and whatnot. But listen, I'm not shitting on his game. Tony did fucking great down there. 
and it was Kevin's bad. I like, and I used to do this a lot in sparring, and I did this a lot in certain fights, Ivan Medjival, Jeff Curran. When you put a lot of pressure on, and you, I wait for guys to put a foot in the hip, and then I kick back like a mule, and I get back and, and pass their knee line and half guard. So you put so much forward pressure, you wait for those feet in the hips. So they're trying to relieve it. As soon as they try to relieve it, you kick back your leg like a mule, and next thing you know, I just got the half guard without my energy bar taking any bit of a hit. You understand what I'm sure. saying? So, I don't know. I'm just going over some... I'm reliving some glory days. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. I'm talking some technique. It's a fucking MMA show. Yes. You got to go to the bathroom or something? No. I'm okay. very relaxed. All right. Let's I talk about some nicely other before. All right. So, that's the game bread versus uh, Stephen Thompson fight. All right. What about uh, the champ, Joanna versus... Uh, Thug Rose. Rose. Here's the thing with Ioana. She seems to get up. Extre- she's really hard to keep down on the ground. Like, you put her down, you waste a lot of energy putting her down, and she's up. She seems like one of the most frustrating True. people to, to try Extremely to take Extremely hard to hold down. Nardu. You ever see her? Yeah, yeah. Guy, uh, girls yeah, trying to hold her down? Yeah, absolutely. But Thug Rose does not have to keep her down. She has to, she has to time her as she's getting up. She's very good. She's done this in prior fights of taking that back. Mm-hmm. She could take that back, and if she takes that back, she she all she has to do is get her all fours. And the second that back's exposed, she's got the ability to take it. She's got one of the nastiest back takes yep. in all of MMA of in the UFC. She's that good. Yep. She's on that back, and when she's on, and she's her jujitsu is money. So that's what I'm. That's what I'm really interested. Like I believe standing up, obviously. Uh, Joanna has a, a, a big advantage. An advantage. I think she has an advantage a over almost advantage, everybody. Yeah. In, in, you think a huge in, advantage. She, I, yeah. In my opinion, my personal opinion, yeah. she has some of the best striking in the UFC. Period. Yeah, it's nasty. Like, period. Men, yeah. women. Period. And it's completely varied and completely unpredictable. You know, it's a left hook followed up by a right kick, followed up by a knee. Followed, she's just she's nonstop. She never gets tired, and she throws everything. And the thing is, she fights. Score. A lot of takedowns occur, in my opinion. Again, right? Yeah. A lot of takedowns occur when guys are coming forward and guys duck under and take them down yeah. or they push them against the cage. They yeah. can't stop her. You know what I mean? Because she fights going backwards. So she's not overextending so you can dip underneath her. Her footwork is crazy so you're not pinning her on the cage. Yeah. You know? So you just... Girls are just getting ass beat. Yeah, yeah but, she seems really good on the cage too at just planting her knees in your stomach until you're and tired I, of it. And I know it's a different girl and with different uh, skill set. But if you look at Thug Rose versus Karate Hottie, she... She let she laid into her standing up before she got her hands on her. Like she's she's committing to her strikes. And you know what? Just like you with, with Mickey Gall, you were saying, "Hey man, it's not a jiu-jitsu match. This ain't a Thai boxing match." I mean, she yeah. could lay into her, time Joanna coming back to get underneath to get her down to get her back. I mean, this that's what's exciting about this fight. You know what I mean? Because it's all how you put it together. And even though she's she might be outmatched standing up. Thug Rose puts this shit together excellent and better than ever. I mean, she's, we're talking about a girl with experience and she fits her nickname, man. She don't give a shit. You know what I mean? She's coming to fight. Another girl that that, lo- that loves the game. So, uh, did you guys see the, the stare down they had? At the, oh, yeah. The press cover? I did not it's see only, that. It's I'll great. Yeah, please, dude. Did you want to get under her? Like, I love you on a stare down. She kind of like, she does that weird alien thing where she like gets under you and <laughs> stares up. <laughs> you know what's interesting about, about Thug Rose, too, is I like, and I people like her for her fighting, and she's an interesting character. She's she a fun person, and, but she doesn't play up like she could like grow her hair out. And she's such a good looking girl that she yeah. could try to 
get different sponsors, different ways with all that. She don't care. She keeps it. She should short. be getting sponsors anyway. The way she is. Yeah, listen. I think she shouldn't change at all. Plus, she doesn't want, she's a straight up savage. She she's is. great, man. But she probably doesn't want guys hitting on her because the Pat Barry's there and she doesn't want to get guys <laughs> killed. Like the first time I saw him, I'm like, hey, who's the cute girl? Maybe y'all. And I'm, thank God I thought better of it. Pat Barry's that's twitching yeah. next to you. Look at this. Roger's dead pants her. But Joanna's great because she definitely has that. Like, she has like, like her and, that, and Claudia with the shit talking on that tough show. Yeah, was fucking excellent. These two are gonna be fun, I think. But look at the like, look at the Rose man. She don't care. But Joanna is so confident. She is. I love seeing that. Rose I, looks very. What I love about this. Oh. What I love about this is that <laughs> they, they, you got two characters right there. Like they're, they're very entertaining. Yes. Both in the cage, and I love both their personalities. Yeah, I they're agree. both unique. Joanna is so great. She's such a cool person. Number one. Number one. She's yeah, yeah. Little figure out number She's one. so great, man. She's such a... And she has such a good energy about her. What's her record? She's 14-0. She's undefeated. I know Rose has lost, which again, I always think undefeated can put a, a, a weird extra pressure on somebody. I really like both those girls and watching them fight. I, I, I'm a big fan. Oh, sorry. You're waiting. What the fuck? <laughs> you're waiting on me. I'm looking at... Yeah, she's 14-0. Okay. Um, all right, guys. Let's talk about really quick. Uh, not really quick. Take our time. Sure. Uh, Ga- Cody Garbrandt, the champ. Versus uh, TJ Dillashaw. Let's talk about that. Uh, who's starting this one off? TJ's another guy seems very hard to... Again, we've compared him to Dominic Cruz. Another guy that seems very difficult to train for because of the way he moves and the mm. way he punches. Uh, not not a traditional fighter. I don't know. Who, who do I pick in that fight? I don't know. I would pick TJ just because I, he seems like he's fought better guys longer. But, I mean, after what Cody did to Dominic Cruz, it's, it's kind of hard to choose against Cody. So I basically just said nothing. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Do I think? don't know, man. This is a hard I'm, one. I'm, I'm leaning with, with Cody because I'm partial to the boxing. He has great boxing. Yeah. You know, Dillashaw has good foot, footwork, good movement as well. But they both have great wrestling, so they could cancel each other out. And I see it being a crazy war on the feet, man. Yeah, I, I guess I will lean towards Cody, but I couldn't. I wouldn't be surprised either way. Yeah. Right. Well, and they know each other so well. Yeah, and they don't like. I just legitimately yeah. don't like each other. I mean, we talk about like Mickey and Randy having like one training session or whatever it is. These guys have they many training sessions that's why i find it just like i asked how i found that interesting when you guys drove whatever train together why are you guys both so confident and but with this one why are they both so confident they both feel like they know like they know each other in and out i mean it doesn't mean they're the same guy i mean it's been a little bit of time since they probably sparred but i'm sure they sparred you know many many is. times sometimes one person can say all right this day, this happened. Yeah. Another day, this happened. You know, so one day it might have been in the favor of this guy. The other day it might have been in the favor of that guy. But each guy's like, oh, well, on this day, maybe such and such, you know. And that guy's same thing. Oh, on this day, such and such was going on with me, yeah. you know. So so they're both like, you know what? I could beat this guy. And they're, they're both, both champions. That's I mean, right, you know, yeah. they, they yeah. both won the championship. I mean, he lost to Cruz. It was, it was, a, it was, a, five, it was a decision, I think. It was close, though. He had a really good fight. And and Cody, it, did, it was a very close fight that he won. So you kind of look at that. Who did Cody? Who did TJB for the championship? It wasn't Uriah. Henan Henan Burrell. Henan Burrell. Okay. Yeah. He beat him. Up I beat him twice, him. right? Yeah, he, he beat, beat him in the rematch too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We were there for that, I believe. Sorry, my yeah. memory stinks, but I'm getting oh, old. Were we there for that? It was like faking shots and. Was that the one when there was the? Was that the UFC 200 that he fought in? We were at 200. That was in Vegas. No, TJ fought at 200, but it wasn't against Burrell. How did he fight? Uh, now it's gonna bother me. Yeah, look it up. Hold on, yeah, who did he it's fight? It's gonna bother me. I tell Are you. Are you sure it was it? Was he champion when he fought? No, he wasn't the champion when okay. we saw him. No. All right. He fought. He, this he, he didn't fight Burrell at UFC two hundred. Like, oh, it was Rafael Sunso. It, it was Rafael Sunso. He fought. Yeah. All right. What the 
fuck's the matter I with me? No, I do. Who did you take in that? I didn't ask you. Well, you know, I, I like Cody a lot. You do like uh, Cody. Yeah, I like, I like his movement. It's very sharp, very crisp. Um, again, he who sees the moment sees the victory. You yeah, know? That, I mean... Yeah, that, that that one is really that's a that's a that's a rough one for me too. Yeah. It really is. I mean, Cody's got to be flying high with his conf, with his confidence. Also right undefeated. Now. Yeah, uh, man. I, I guess I'm. I don't know. That's I, just a I'm usually good too at this. I I, I might be leaning towards Cody only because of how great he looked versus Dominic. Yeah, but uh. Again, that one's he was be... taunting Dominic, which is really weird to see a guy do that because Dominic Cruz yeah. is so good at getting in somebody's head, and he's fight. so good at frustrating other fighters. And Cody did that to him, and yeah. uh, that's not an easy thing to do. I mean, I mean, uh, 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 TJ couldn't even mm. uh, do that well, to Dominic. Style wise, and plus the you know, listen, plus the drama from the back. That, that's going to be a fun one to watch. I, I, I can't know? wait for that one. This is what I want to ask because this one, the, the people people are, have different takes on this. Most people are thinking that, I'm talking about the main event, sure. Michael Bisping, the champ, versus George St. Pierre, coming back after a, a huge layoff. Um, a lot of people are believing that Michael Bisping's just too big for him. Yes. What do you guys think? How, and how do you think this is going to go? Let's start with Randy Brown. <laughs> Randy, comment. I mean, we already spoke about this before yeah, we you guys came that. in. We had a whole conversation Yeah, Chris ties that all Yeah, time. Chris fucking ruins the whole <laughs> fucking... All, oh, yeah. You talked about it already, Chris? Okay. I'm going. I'm going with Bisping. I'm gonna go with Bisping. You're gonna go with Bisping you know now I mean? because tell me, that's a long layoff, man. GSP, how long has he been out? He's for been years. out for a minute, you know. Mm -hmm. And Bisping has some underrated stand-up, you know, a lot. Yeah. He's been chopping people up for a long time, man. Like, what? What's the do? Kung Lee, you know, when Kung Lee was in his prime, kicking people's faces off, you yeah. know, he. What's the other dude? Um, Jorge Rivera, you know, yeah. old school dudes, you know, he. He, he's been in it, man. He's been doing this. But GSP too, you know. Yeah. But Bisping never stopped. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was still in there, still fighting top competition. Dudes like Luke Rockhold, you know what I mean? Fuck. You know, so. I was there life of both those fights, Bisping versus Rockhold. Yeah, but GSP, I mean, has he faced anybody? Has, has he had anybody on the ground as solid as GSP, if GSP can No, but look at GSP's last fights before he went out, man. You know, those were those were shaky. You know what I mean? Those were shaky. Call it con call us Condit, you know. Um, he arguably lost the Hendricks fight. Yeah, man. Those I remember shaky. thinking he did. I don't remember the fight specifically, but I remember being annoyed. For I just rewatched it recently, it. actually, and I, I was like, Hendricks. Probably. Hendricks did beat him. Yeah, I, thought I thought so. so. I thought I just got fucked on a couple of decisions. I thought it came down to the fifth round, but I might be biased. <laughs> Would it be the last guy to beat? <laughs> well, I think that's true. About prick, I am. No, nah, but that I'm gonna was. Say, yeah. I'm going to say Bisping by TKO. Actually, oh, interesting. Mm -hmm. Early. I, I don't think GSP gets past the second round with Bisping, and only because he's had such a long layoff, and he's fighting a heavier guy than he's used to. Nardu Sensei Nardu Talk to me Well I, I think that it, You know um, I don't think a fight Really Is what you want it to be But is what it is You fucking fortune cookie Explain <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm ready for it I know Nardu I know it's never gonna be like Oh Bisping It's gonna be like A finger point to the fucking moon With him That's right You're gonna miss all the heavenly <laughs> glory Yes <laughs> Bruce Lee So Tell who me. do you think Yeah, yeah. So I You know Um Let's put it this way. Uh, it's all in the preparation. I do I do understand the fact that GSP has been out for quite some time. And the big question mark is, what has he been doing? Has he been out not doing anything? Or has he been out still sparring weekly, still training weekly? I think it would have been great if he had another fight first before this one. But to just go right in, um, 
at, to, a, at a bigger to, weight to, at that. Yeah, to just go right in. You know, a lot of car, a lot of odds are stacked against him. But you know, as a fighter, sometimes as a warrior, sometimes people, sometimes people perform best under that pressure. So you know, it's it's up to it's up to sometimes when things are against you and everybody's against you. Yeah. You know, sometimes it, that kind of makes you fight better too. And, and I think I think one thing, the biggest mistake in all of fighting is underestimation. And if if you listen to uh, the guy, uh, what's his, brother, um, just the, the main event of the last event that we just saw, he said he underestimated his groundwork. His groundwork. He used that word a lot of times. Say, I, I underestimated his ground. His, I didn't expect that, you know. And uh, I think Bisping just has to be careful also not to underestimate GSP as well. This, yeah, good. You want me well, to plus, he's only getting this fight because the uh, Woodley fight was uh, so boring that Dana was like, fuck you, I'm giving this to, to Bisping. He, he should probably be fighting at welterweight. If, if Woodley Maya was a better fighter, a more exciting fight, he'd probably be fighting for the welterweight title. I mean, this well, is a 15-pound jump. Um, George it, wanted this fight. That's huge. He did. Maybe he doesn't want to go through the weight cut. I mean, that's, that's possibly it, too. But he's also got to adjust to having that extra weight on now, which he's not used to fighting at that right. size. Now, you got to understand, he's a master of closing that distance. He has a very good jab. The thing with with George and I pointed it. I, this is what I've said before, and I and, I, and listen, it, it, he's fighting a bigger guy. Granted, you know, but he's also being when he was out over at Jackson's. I know at TriStar, he's always sparred with heavier dudes. Okay, mm-hmm. so and he's had a lot of success from what I've heard as far as with the feet, the floor, or what he wants to call the shoot box, whatever. The, you know what I mean? In other words. When they're sparring, they're not just kickbox sparring. They, they're doing everything, and he has a good. He does it really well with getting these guys down. Now you look at my, where Michael Bisping has a couple of losses, and I and I point this out where he lost to Chelsea, and uh, arguably because it was a close fight, and but he also lost to um, uh, at a heavier weight class. He lost to Rashad Evans back in the day, and he lost to both those guys by being out grappled. He did not get beat up at all because he's very good at. He's, look, he's almost like Joanna in a sense that he's very hard to hold down. Bisping's very hard to hold down. But he did get back up to get taken down again. And even though he was, you know, again, he walked out of there pretty much clean. I don't think he got messed up at all in those fights. He did lose rounds. So George does approach these, a fight, not as a whole five rounds. He approaches it as five different fights. So he's like, yo... He could outpoint him by getting him down. They get back up, getting him down. Look at his fight with Thiago, Thiago Alves. Tactical. You know? tactical yeah. Yes. Well, that's how he fights. Well, of course, that's yeah. how he fights. He's not going to... He learned his lesson with fucking that standing and trading. I'm like, <laughs> motherfuckers. But uh, what a prick. That was a bad move by him. Yeah. But yeah. he knows how to mix it up, and he's so good at closing the distance. He's great at getting guys down up against the cage. Is, you know... Will, but my would my is Michael Bisping too big, and will that make a big difference? I don't know. So I mean, it's very exciting for me. What do you I think, Matt? What do you think, Wayne? <sighs> uh, George is not going to take this fight if he thinks he's losing at all. If that makes sense. In sure. other words, and I'm not, and I love George. Well, but who I, does? What? Who, do, who does? You know, you take a what? fight. You you take. A, you're never going to take a fight that you think well, that you're going to lose. No, that's not. Well, we're saying that. You're saying that, George. He might not have that same outlook. Is George, if, if Yoel Romero is holding that belt right now, is George going to look for that fight? I don't think so. And I'm not attacking George. Styles make fights. He sees something, an opportunity in this. And John Danner is in his ear also. So John, that you know, John Danner is a fucking genius. And he sees something there too. So they're seeing style-wise, um, 
they're thinking this is a good fight for them. They will not be challenging this if it's a different fighter. No disrespect to Bisping. I love Bisping. I think Bisping is one of my favorite guys to watch. But you think Romero would present a tougher fight for him and he might not want to take it? Although the money's got to be really great with this. I, I don't think know if he's getting Romero down. Yeah. I mean, if he is, it's going to be... I mean, listen. I mean, he's got to get Bisping down too. But those couple of fights I'm pointing out, believe me. That fucking Danaher watched that shit. You have a guy, he's not, what's that guy doing? He's, he's doing creepy shit at night and fucking watching jujitsu videos. <laughs> no, I do. Go ahead. You'll be allowed to train there. You can chime in. Huh? That fucking creep with those rash guards, huh? I'm only kidding. He's a friend of mine. No, I do. Stop. No, I do put me up to that, everybody. Uh, and by the way, GSP has said the next loss is it. He's going to retire after his next yeah. loss. So he's not going to go into this fight. Sure. You know. There's Stacy something. I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm pointing out what what I'm thinking, what I'm seeing, and that that's why I think that George has a way better chance than people are saying. But Bisping is not that type of guy to be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm bigger. I'll just want. He's he's a he trains. He's super professional. He's a workhorse. Another dude that loves to fight. I believe that he'll fight him right in the parking lot. He don't give a fuck. <laughs> he's that guy. He's, he's an that he's he's an animal. He is. And uh, he's a character. He's, he can make stuff mad awkward. Did I say mad awkward? I've been hanging out with Pete Drago's cell a lot. You can't help yourself. <laughs> you're, you're young. It's like when Randy Brown said, you know, he hasn't fought in a minute. I was going to go, Jimmy, that means a long time. Yeah. Jimmy goes, wow, a minute? Oh, I knew what that no. means. Okay. Please. The way kids talk nowadays. I'm very young at heart. <laughs> Me too. I only date younger women, so I, I learn all this lingo. Yeah? I won't fuck any woman who's ever owned a cassette. <laughs> that's different I'm not that way though but I'm married happily. but if I was single I'd be like happily. ah happily married I'd be going for all mature all cougars but I'm not soccer moms but I'm not into that shit I'm married man absolutely let's change the subject alright I guess we're I mean <laughs> alright we're done pretty much we gotta but, promote, but let's uh, promote some stuff I wanna promote Randy Brown against uh, uh, Mickey Gall I know this is gonna be a really good fight and, I'm looking um, forward. I was looking forward when Randy brought this shit up, yeah. and I forgot about that. But where was that you brought that up? Ring of Combat. It was, and then I spammed Dana about it too. Did you? He acts like he doesn't remember, but he knows. Oh, speaking of spamming <laughs> stuff and putting stuff out there, I should put this out there because oh, when right. Jimmy trolled me with the whole Tony Ferguson thing, you guys saw that. You seen oh, when yeah. he trolled me with yeah, that? Yeah, that was yeah. hilarious. That, was that thing took a life of its own. That thing, <laughs> that was that was that went viral. I would say yeah. no, and uh, Tony. Said something nice. Can you hand me my phone? I do. Yeah. You have it on your phone. Yeah, you sent it to me. Go ahead. I sent that to you guys because I'm not on Twitter. I got off Twitter because I don't. I don't get my. I thought that I don't have thick skin, nor I do, but I want to smack people a lot of times, and I don't like negativity brought into my life. I'm a very happy guy. What did so somebody sent this to me through Instagram that Tony Ferguson put this out? Go ahead, read that. Yeah, he tweeted you. He said to clear things up, Matt Sarah UFC. That wasn't me on the other line during the interview. Big fans, uh, Coach Sarah, and then you know, a bunch and then of he did some nice emojis. Yeah, I listen. I liked. You know why I like that, Jimmy? Because you did such a good job of trolling me that when I, it, even though I know it wasn't him. I still somehow was thinking it was him. Like, in other words, <laughs> no, no. Because I'd be like, oh, that, that fucking Tony, I, he was fucking being rude to me. And he wasn't being rude to me. He wasn't. He's lovely. He wasn't. He's a great. But I, I, I remember the int- being in the moment in the interview with the next question, next question. And Jimmy knows not to go past that point of just being a total dick ride blow up. So he got me in a, like a fucking race car in the red. And I was doing my best to keep everything together. And then he fucking... It was great that you filmed the reaction, Jimmy. Yeah, it was very But funny. anyway, so then it wasn't Tony. And I'm a, and you know this because you can listen to prior shows. 
I'm a fucking fan of the guy's fighting. I love watching lo- He couldn't, Matt couldn't right? wait to talk and ask El Kukui questions. And when you started shitting on my El Kukui questions, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. you, Jim, though. I told you Ellen would ask that, yeah. Jim. But, <laughs> but I was, uh, uh, you know, look, Tony was three times supposed to come on and didn't, so I was bummed out, very bummed out. But uh, yeah, look, pass. He, he's great. What's but up, though, dude? I tell you what, though, after I, after I heard uh, him speak, his after, you know, the post-fight interview, after it was all done at, yeah. at the media, he spoke with such. He spoke like a champion, man. He spoke. What was with, he saying? Yeah, he, he just. Tell us. He gave a lot of respect to his opponent. You know his his, his abilities. Um, he spoke like a martial artist. You know, and, uh, and I was like, wait, no way, this could have been the guy calling you that day. <laughs> it's impossible. Although he you did know, call Connor he, a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> he did say, well, "Come on, fight well, me, you fucking that's, piece of shit." Well, you know, that's 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 the you <laughs> know when, you know what it is when you fight when you fight. You know, you gotta have different. You gotta wear different caps. Yeah. You know, that's that's the that's the money cap. That's you right. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's the money cap. There's the family cap. You know. There's the training cap. You know. There's the media cap. So he put that. He put the money cap. On. But yeah. I but I like what I like about. No, no matter, it was the the money cap or whatever it was <laughs> he it, it was him though it's not like he was trying to do some kind of fancy fucking nursery rhyme he's like all right, right McNugget Mc- whatever the fuck that <laughs> yeah, is he's been calling he's, him McNuggets for yeah, years right yeah. Yeah. it's okay fight me you fucking piece of shit I, that, <laughs> that I listen that might not make a lot of promos but that was fucking great listen think about Nate Diaz and it doesn't it doesn't mean and again it has to be organic it doesn't mean I don't want everybody to go on air and just start saying, ah, you know, fuck this, fuck that, or whatever. But when Nate's like, when Nate was on there, he's like, that was on Fox. You know the real fucking fight. Like, when when he first called him out, and instantly, when something happened where RDA got hurt and they put Nate in, I remember talking to Dana, texting him, I go, dude, this is a better fight. This is a fight that makes me more excited. Just for the fact, style-wise, one thing, but just the fact that they're both fucking characters. Now... I now more than ever I'd want to see Tony Ferguson versus Absolutely. Connor. You want a guy who can mentally deal with Connor. And that was Nate's <laughs> besides being a great fighter. Nate, that's really he doesn't give a fuck. He's not intimidated. He doesn't care. Connor doesn't make him feel bad about himself or scared. And I think Tony Ferguson would have that same ability to and there's certain guys that do and certain guys that don't. Like Chael fucking fucked with Anderson Silva's head. He got in his head so badly. Uh. I mean, he really fucked with his he head. He was saying some nasty shit, though. He was, but I mean, he wasn't. He didn't have the ability to fight that. <laughs> like Mayweather didn't give a shit. Mayweather's a guy who Connor mauled verbally, but Mayweather's. Chill's one. It was funny though. With some stuff. Oh, you'd be like, love him. Tell her medium rare about yeah. making a steak. <laughs> he just. I thought he. I thought he was great. Dude, he gets you so mad. You want to just. You want to strangle <laughs> him. Medium to death. rare. After all that, I felt like Anderson got him back when he he beat him, and then he invited him to come over for a barbecue. Or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah no, he got good. him good. Yeah. What and those guys the are best, probably the best clap back. I think was um, what's his name? A little heathen. Oh yeah! Oh, I was doing. Oh, you were out that week. Jimmy. I was out. Yes, yeah. what happened? Explain, explain it, Randy. He took a picture with. Um, all right, so you know the yeah. who the fuck is that guy? You remember that? Sure, right? amazing. Jeremy Stevens and uh, Connor. Yeah. yeah. So he waited. How, how long has it been? It was Two almost years? exactly. It was almost exactly a year. <laughs> yeah. And what did he say? And then he took a picture with the dude's mom. All right, with Connor's mom. And yeah. Posted it and the caption was "Your mom knows who the fuck." <laughs> <laughs> that, dude, that, that was everybody. Everybody, listen. At, when you draw swords, man, it is what it is. He got him good, and that, and he was the uh, you know the people tortured uh, Jeremy Stevens over that uh, when he when he got him with the who the fuck is that? Guy. Who the fuck is that? So guy? Look, 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 look at the picture. Look. Your mom knows who the fuck. <laughs> look how close! Look how close he is. <laughs> That's ah, fucking Jimmy Lawson. Very funny. That's fucking That's great. great. Oh, that Lawson. 
That that might that's a ten eight round right there. Yeah. Is uh <laughs> when is uh Dominic fighting Rivera? December thirtieth. Holy fuck do I want to see that fight. Yeah. Where is that Vegas, I guess, right? Oh last fight of the year. Yeah. Ooh, is that gonna be good. All right, thank you guys so much. Thank you for coming in. It was really, really nice okay. to have you in here and to meet you and good luck against in, in your fight. With uh, with Mickey, on oh, the hell of a card, amazing man. card. It's oh, a yeah. great place for both of you and guys. It's a, to shine. Like I said, it's a great fight. I'm really looking forward to that fight. Yes, yeah, man. You know? it should be really good. It's definitely going to be really good. You know. And then whoever wins gets the claim to be the king of Dana White. Looking for a nah, fight. he can he can keep that title. What are you talking about? It's a great show. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little defensive. <laughs> you know I hit me that. <laughs> sorry. That, we can cut that out, right, guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. Good catching up, man. Yes, sir. Yes, we're not sir. we're not done. We're going to talk yes, after this. All right. Hello, Christopher. Hey. Good to see you, buddy. You too, man. All right. You had a cold Pepsi for me today, so you're on my good side. All right. Thank you, guys. This was a lot of fun, and uh, we'll see you in two days. Goodbye. Goodbye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.